This episode is brought to you by Dr. Pepper. You're probably going to get sued for saying that. from Dagu Lagoon. <laughs> <laughs> well, welcome to episode nine. nine? I think it's nine. nine. We'll yeah. say confidently nine. Nine sounds right. Actually, no, I don't know. Yeah, I think it's nine. It Within less than ten episodes, we've already changed the schedule. Yeah, because you were too lazy to edit on time. Yeah. Well, and also, I think it'll be easier for me to edit if it's on a Wednesday. Yeah. It gives me more time than Friday morning. Because, you know, we're we're just two people trying to run a successful podcast. <laughs> you know, it's hard. And we are covering an oldie creature from the Black Lagoon. It's a black and white film, and Kayla hates it. Yeah. She hated it before. I just said, we're going to watch an old one. And you hated it. I don't like old movies. I'm sorry. I'm just going to say it. I don't like old movies. And when I say old, I'm not talking about like 80s, 90s, 70s. I'm talking about like 50s. Like the the movies where like they're barely a movie. And it's always these ones in particular where people are like, this is the best film. And they always call movies films. This is the best film ever made. And it's actually truly not at like at even close. Like, yeah. I, I get the appeal. I mean, this is, I, it actually did grow on me when we watched it. Mm-hmm. It's very fun, but it's not a good movie. Yeah. I mean, no, it's not. And actually, I take that back. It's not even really all that fun. It was, it was. A movie. It was a movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I've, do you have a Kawa's question? Um, I was just looking for one. Oh, I have one. Oh, okay. Taylor's we'll switch question. it up. Taylor's um, <laughs> question. Question. <laughs> um, <laughs> if you could see or encounter any sort of cryptid mm-hmm. or monster or whatever, mm-hmm. what which one would it be? Um, and you'd be safe. Yeah. I think probably Bigfoot. Bigfoot? Yeah. I think Bigfoot. Yeah. How about you? I think I'll have to say the Thunderbird. What is that? You know what Thunderbirds are? No. They're like these basically fucking, which is interesting because I'm terrified of birds, Mm -hmm. but like this huge, 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 huge birds that, no. No, I've never seen them. Well, I'll educate you on that. I mean, maybe I've seen them. I just don't, like the name isn't familiar. Yeah, I think, I mean, I think they're generally I mean, like, called... seen, seen, like, pick, not obviously. Yeah, it's like, you've seen <laughs> Thunderbird. I think they're generally called, like, Thunderbird, and like, Thunderbirds, unless they're called something else, maybe? But I think they're just Thunderbirds. I don't really know for sure. Um, okay, well, anyways. This movie, Creature from the Black Lagoon, is, uh, it was directed by Jack Arnold. It is starring Richard Carlson julie adams and richard denning and i don't know why but richard denning sounded familiar to me and i told myself i'd look at what he's been in and i didn't 
And then when I saw his face, I was like, yeah, you still look familiar. A Thunderbird kind of looks like a plague doctor. Oh, you can I see? Yeah. Yeah, but they're fucking huge. But they're not real, right? They're, they're, no. Yeah. Hence why they're a Krypton. That's so weird. Anyways, this movie is rated 6.9 out of 10 on IMDb, 79% on Rotten Tomatoes, and 3.6 stars out of 5 on Letterboxd, which I think is one of the highest uh, star ratings that we've seen from a movie on Letterboxd. Yeah, well, I did some kind of research. People really like this movie. People have, like, Creature from the Black Lagoon tattoos. Mm -hmm. Um, We saw some at the Flash Day. Yeah, it's, I don't know if it's, I don't know if you would call it a cult classic, um, but it's definitely got a following, so that's pretty cool. I think it's just a fun movie. You know, like how, like, the Chucky movies, they're not good. Yeah. But they're just, like, fun type of movies, you know what Mm -hmm. I mean? Sorry if I just offended people by saying that Chucky is not a good movie, but Chucky is not a good movie. Well, there's a lot of movies like that. A lot of horror movies. I think that's one of the reasons why, like, I mean, maybe there's more, but I think, like, why horror movies typically aren't ever nominated for, like, Oscars, like, with Mm -hmm. acting and things like that, because generally they're not good. But there are a lot that are really good and deserve to Mm -hmm. get, you know what I mean? Um, so I wasn't able to find what the budget was for this film, but I did find out how much it made in the box office. Do you want to guess? Well, this is... You have to think this is in the 1950s. Yeah. And I did actually look up on an inflation calculator what this would, what they made then would be now. Well, a movie ticket cost like two cents back then so just rub two pennies together (laughs) you could just do a nice little dance outside and then you get in stick of gum i'm gonna guess well i don't know though i feel like i don't know how popular it was when it okay it's still a million it's still like in million like it's not like thousand you know what i mean like it's um like i'm gonna say 1.5 million 1.5 Three million dollars. I was closer that time. And adjusted for inflation, is fourteen point three million dollars. Okay, yeah. So it was pretty big. Yeah, yeah. And um, because we were doing this, and then we just stopped. Uh, I'm going to give a little synopsis. Okay. A strange prehistoric beast lurks in the depths of the Amazonian jungle. A group of scientists try to capture the animal and bring it back to civilization to study. Scientists, I think, is a very loose term in this <laughs> <Yeah>. movie. <laughs> They're just people in, in I would coats. I would consider myself a scientist at this point in time. A lot of my professors will refer to everyone as, you know, scientists. And um, I, I makes me happy <laughs> when they call me a scientist. <laughs> And I like to think that I'm a little bit of a scientist. You know, I mean, everyone's a scientist, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, everyone performs experiments on a daily basis. I'm going to make my uh, uh, science rant as a, as a them in STEM. But the, I took a lot of, I had a lot of issue with how they were deciding to perform science, <laughs> quote unquote, in this movie. I mean, it was also the 1950s, so I think there were looser standards for... At least there was everything. a woman. 
Yeah, there was a one woman, woman scientist yeah. who did nothing but just stand there and look pretty. You know, I just, I don't know. And maybe I'm, maybe these aren't even questions that people Google. Maybe random auto-generated suggestions from google or something like that because some of these are just it's google's questions weird. <laughs> no people google have questions. to be because the thing is is that you know like the wired autocomplete interview yeah like those they say that like these are the questions like the most googled questions yeah. about these people so it has to be people that are googling these. well here's the thing if that's the case people want to know strange things about every movie well the thing is too that you have to remember Everyone has the internet. Every single That's person true. has access to the internet. The best and the worst thing about the internet is anyone can, can have the have internet. It. Yeah. Will there be a remake of Creature from the Black Lagoon? A remake? This like a one new of the one? Questions. Yeah. That would be interesting. Be interesting. I'd love to see. I know there are sequels. At this, this point, movie. at this point, I wrote down. A, Dear God, I hope not, just because I was irritated at the time. But Creature of I, the Black Lagoon remake is The Shape of Water. Well, I've never seen that. Me neither. But as I, um, as I watched, as I was watching, I was thinking about that, and I was like, that would actually be pretty cool. I yeah, feel like I, I would do... be interested to see how they decided to make the creature look. Yeah, I think they know? could do something pretty cool with it. Mm-hmm. Um, how tall is the creature from the Black Lagoon? I mean... So how tall... You just look up how tall the stuntman is. Right. Okay. Um, this one was really something. Which... Which... Oh, which God. monochrome 3D monster flick had a creature that was played by a man and shot entirely underwater? And the answer to that question that came up was... The creature. creature. <laughs> That's a... It's like a trivia question <laughs> yeah it's like a jeopardy question do you think it was probably on jeopardy that's and possible. a bunch of people but probably it wasn't Googled shot it. entirely underwater well i mean the the underwater parts were but not the whole movie yeah no it says on entirely underwater i think people were just not very bright when they wrote yeah. this um and then the last one is how did the creature from the black lagoon breathe it's a fish i don't know if they're referring to the actual creature or the actor who played him oh well, Either way, one of my fun clear. facts is that he didn't. <laughs> yeah, well, that adds up. That's crazy. Oh, my God. I just threw my pen. Uh, so some fun facts that I have. Uh, two different stuntmen performed or portrayed the creature. Um, one was on land and one did all of the underwater things. And Rico Browning, who is the stuntman who did all the underwater things um they wouldn't give him a tank because there was no way for him to like they didn't want to first of all they didn't want to try to conceal it and second of all the bubbles that would be coming out it would come through his like the holes in the mask which were the eyes and the mouth and it just wouldn't look right yeah so they basically deprived him of air and he had to hold his breath for four whole minutes at a time and um, the stuntman, there is a scene where I guess the, or I'll talk about it later, but at one point Browning had to take a bathroom break, like a very urgent one, I guess. He got poop or something, I don't mm-hmm. know. So they were underwater. He breached the water and he ended up 
next to a mom and a young daughter scared the ever living <laughs> shit out of them because he was in full costume and you know he he there was a quote that says like i never saw him again yeah uh just imagining how that was fucking crazy um david and mark which are two of the uh scientists or doctors are mm-hmm. they even doctors they're just men professors they're just they're just they're men. just men uh, David wears two tanks, Mark wears one tank, and that is specifically so that you can tell the difference between the two of them while they're underwater. Mm. It was a creative choice by the director. Jenny Clark, who is a researcher at the University of Cambridge, she actually discovered, discovered an amphibian fossil in an old swamp, and she named it Eucreta Ma- Oh my god, I hate scientific names for animals. Eucreta ma- melanolimnetes. I don't okay. know. Which translates to Creature from the Black Lagoon. She named it after this movie specifically. Um, and this is also the first film that Stephen King can even remember watching. Hmm. Which I think is probably another reason why it has that like cult following everyone's yeah. like stephen king this is the first movie stephen king ever watched let's watch mm-hmm. it that's all my fun facts cool so are you ready i'm ready ready if i ready um, first of all this is a black and white movie and yeah. it's also in it's a 3d movie yeah yeah so so the movie opens up with it we're get, it's like lots of nature shots this guy's narrating the bible like genesis He's um, talking about the big, it's like the Big Bang, but he's also talking about, like... He recites how, Genesis, though, yeah. at, at some point. I don't know if it's the whole thing. I don't know the Bible, but I know at least a part of it was Genesis. Um, but there's lots of nature shots. It's like planet Earth, if planet Earth was made in the 1950s. Um, yeah. There's, like, footprints on the beach, though. So they're kind of foreshadowing, like, something weird going on. But we're also seeing lots of nature shots. And, yeah. Um, and there's, like, a tad bit of, like, evolution talk in mm-hmm. there. Um, evolution seems to be the driving force of this movie. Yeah. Uh, so, Which is interesting given, I mean, I wasn't around in the 1950s, but my general impression is that the general belief and general thought process was maybe a little more on the conservative side when it comes to religion, evolution, science. I don't well, know if I that's the case that's or not. I think that's probably why they did the both of the Big Bang talk and then also like creationism type yeah. deal, you know? Because it's kind of like a mixture of both where you're like, what? This is amazing. Yeah, so there's a there's a guy. He's a, like a researcher. We will find out his name is Dr. Maya. Is that how it's pronounced? I think so. Dr. Maya. Surrounded um, by a bunch of men that have Dora haircuts. Yeah, they're in the Amazon. It looks like they're his assistants. Yeah. Um, they're like his research assistants, I guess. Um, and they're, they're, I guess they're archaeologists. I don't know. It was never quite clear to me what these people actually I did. I think archaeologists. But I it assume. seemed like they were archaeologists. And they, they uncover this like really weird looking. It was hysterical just seeing a straight up arm just pretty much sticking out uh, like a claw sticking out of the bedrock of Mm -hmm. like the side of a cliff and it's like how what 
it's just sticking out and you didn't even see it and no obviously yeah yeah and and so he's like he's he's telling his assistants he's gonna go to this institute and they're gonna get uh, they're gonna get funding to to dig up the rest of the skeleton to yeah. find the rest of the skeleton. But also, there's gonna be a lot of like plot hole <laughs> science things that I'm gonna talk about. I tried really hard not to, but I just couldn't. How are all those bones sticking together? Cause it's not in rock anymore. You know what I mean? Like usually, if you find something, it's like in rock, mm-hmm. and you take the top layer of it, and then you take the slab and then you dig out the bones and then you have to like connect them with like wire or something like that you know what i mean but like they're all just stuck together there's no skin there's no joints there's no muscles because it's just bone anyway that was just something that i was uh, upset about and then as they're going off like i must go and spread the word of this claw we see a hand yeah, there's a hand that comes water. out of the water. A webbed hand. But he tell and he tells his he's so he's gonna leave. He tells his assistants to, to stay, stay there. Yeah. Um, he wants people in the area. He wants eyes on the area. Mm-hmm. Um, he arrives at the institute, um, which is actually like a raft. <laughs> I, so <laughs> when I was when we were watching it, he comes up <laughs> on a speedboat and. On the side of the raft, it says... It says Institute the name of the institute, which of I didn't whatever. even write down. And I was like, wait, that's the institute? Just this raft with, like, a couple <laughs> boxes and rope on the side? But I think it's just saying that that raft belongs to the institute. And then so, they yeah. go to the institute <laughs> yeah. later. But at first I it was, was like... It was funny. What? At first, yeah. Um, this is where we meet Kay. <laughs> Uh-huh. And they know each other, I guess, and Kay starts signaling. Is his name David? His name's David, right? So, yeah, David is diving. Yeah, he's, he's diving he's under down. the water. He's doing some research mm-hmm. and things. He's a marine biologist or something. And they're studying lungfish, mm-hmm. I guess. Yeah, and, and um, he, he comes up out of the water. He sees Dr. Maya. They're friends. Um, and David is... Like, his whole thing is he wants to convince his boss, who is named Mr. Williams, mm-hmm. um, to fund an expedition back to get the rest of the skeleton. And at this point, and I don't think for the rest of the movie, it's, at least I didn't catch it if it was explained, it is unclear to me why they couldn't have just stayed in the Amazon in the first place. Is it because they needed more people? What do you mean? Dr. Maya was in the Amazon with his assistants. Uh-huh. And he was like, I'm going to go leave. And then he left to go wasn't the institute still wasn't the institute still like in the amazon i thought the institute was was, like nearby which is why he was like i'm just gonna go over here ask them because they're doing research over here so i don't know i was confused well i guess he just needed more people more money he wanted to go in person like i i mean like it's the 50s i think when you have something important you need to go in person to tell them you know what i mean i guess so yeah i mean because imagine trying to ship a fossil to some institute Hopefully nobody who really likes this movie ends up listening because yeah. they'll leave us mean comments on Instagram. Um, but one of the things that I wanted to talk about is they talk about the Devonian age a lot. And because I've taken so many classes about evolution and whatnot, the Devonian age is a 
time period in the paleo what was it the paleo paleo in the paleozoic era so the devonian is in the paleozoic era and it is actually called which i knew and i probably should have said this too while we were watching the movie but i mean because they say the devonian age like Mm -hmm, five million times it. it was actually kind of referred to as the age of fishes because this is when a lot of fish species started to come to life and kind of evolve from the little like tiny microorganism type deals and this was like the beginning of the carboniferous period which is when a lot of the trees started to come and pop up everywhere and when the trees popped up everywhere that's when we started to get oxygen in the air and that's when these fish started to come to land because now there's air like oxygen to breathe so yeah a little fun fact (laughs) i was like i know what that is well that's the whole kind of i think driving force and they do get the funding because the idea is that it would be valuable to learn about the link between fish and humans as it relates to evolution yeah so they're like great we leave in the morning which seems a little fast but um i guess they have everything they need um and they they and then we get another shot of this monster hand coming out which is yeah. already irritating to me i've seen but, the hand enough times yeah it's like lost its pizzazz it's after <laughs> the first time I just imagine people in the 50s in the theater being like, oh my god, it's that hand again. But I wanted to go back and say that we get the groundwork that Mr. Williams is money hungry. He is um, desperate for publicity, which is like publicity for fish. Like, Well, I think I publicity think... For, for like finding, research, for, like, for finding. But I was just, I mean, I guess like if I was like, this is really hard to believe. <laughs> But yeah. maybe in the 50s it was different if they were going to hunt down this big fish thing. But so they want one of the things is this is mentioned several times that David talks about how like he's does this big monologue about why it's so important for them to research this fish that now comes on land and how it survives and how it breathes and how it's adapt adapted so that they can teach humans how to adapt when it comes to going to space. And I was like, what? Because, like, how... You can't teach something to adapt. It just adapts. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it just does. Things just evolve. Like, you don't tell it to evolve. It just happens. And so I was like... and then they talk about space so many times and every time he's mentioned space i'm so like wait what like why are you talking about space but i guess in the 50s was that like the big space race or something um well neil armstrong walked on the moon in 69 or 59 i want to say 69 the summer of 69 the great space was i right Cold War competition, 1950s. Yeah, I was right, 1969. So, yeah, I mean, space would have been, yeah, space would have been relevant, I guess, because it would have been... It was the great space race. Yeah. Well, whatever. Anyways, we got the hand in. We got the hand out. In, out, in, out. Coming in and out of the water. Lovely. We're so scared. Then the creature comes out of the water and you hear it do that weird like oh yeah. <laughs> like it sounds like it's suffocating yeah 
And it kills Dora. It kills both of them. Yeah, it kills both of them. Both his assistants are dead. Um, they, yeah, they try to fight him, but he's he's too strong for them. Um, so he kills both of them, and they're presumably the only ones in the area. So yeah, because no they're kind of yeah, presumably so in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. So, um, so the next day, all these fancy scientists, researchers, whatever we want to call them, they're on this boat and they're headed up the Amazon. Um, David is mansplaining uh, Amazonian animals to the only woman there whose name is Kay. And she's apparently David's girlfriend. I don't know how the hell we were supposed to know that. Um, but she is David's girlfriend, we find out. Mm-hmm. Um, and then this other guy, Lucas, comes up and he mansplains some more. He's like, yeah, all these animals are killers. Like, they're... they're um, there's alligators. Yeah, so he's kind. Of, they're kind of talking about. They're just. It's a You're little foreshadowing a going woman, on. Woman, and there's so many scary things out there. Yeah, there's a lot of that. Um, that they, was the 50s. So yeah, they get back um, to the camp, and they find the the assistant's dead, which is unfortunate. And one of them has that claw hand. Yeah, I was like, why the. F- well, the and so the the men all go to investigate, and they don't let Kay go with them They're yeah like, Kay doesn't back. get to see <laughs> Kay doesn't get to see she just stays back and she's just walking around and um Kay's not wearing proper shoes she's in the amazon you know what and she's wearing sandals i will say i you know i'm a feminist i love some good girl power in movies but there's no reason Kay needs to be there she's not adding she doesn't anything. do anything she's not she's but she nothing. you know what she does add something she does later she adds she's a woman in stem (laughs) she is a woman in stem and she is the driving force for this entire movie because who would the creature fall in love with i mean maybe we'll get a gay creature from the black lagoon reboot that's ridiculous (laughs) it's it's something i could see happening anyways Kay's not wearing proper shoes but I guess uh, someone likes her shoes because a, a hand pops back out and tries to tickle her feet. <laughs> I love I, the fact that the this creature is in love with Kay is the funniest yeah. thing about this movie to it's me. So, I love it. It's so funny. And it's not even like, it's like so very obvious that it just likes her. Yeah. Because it doesn't go after anyone else except for <laughs> Kay. It's just tunnel vision. I need Kay. <laughs> Anyways, um, they continue excavating and they've been excavating for about eight days. And they haven't found anything. They're all getting pretty pissed. Mark is a real piece of work. He starts throwing a little bit of a temper tantrum. He's like, we failed. The men in this movie are just unreal. I know it was the 50s, but... There, yeah. I was already at my limit. It's at a this point. it's a big uh, pissing contest between Mark and David. It is there. <laughs> there's some and there's some funny stuff that happens later. But um, David has this idea that doesn't seem like really that smart of an idea to me. But I also am not a scientist. But he has this idea that maybe the portion of land that the skeleton was in um fell into the water and washed away so maybe they need to go down river to where it would have washed out into a lagoon that makes a decent amount of sense that something would kind of filter to the bottom of like whatever river ravine it is it, ma- it makes a decent amount of sense i'm not mad about it i yeah I can't. I'm in social work. I can't contribute to this. It makes a decent amount of sense. Yeah. <laughs> 
Um, but they're like, great, this is fantastic. So they but then they're like, we can't do any exploring. There's a woman here. Yeah. <laughs> okay, then why did you bring her? <laughs> why did she have to come? Yeah. <laughs> but anyways, so they go to search the Black Lagoon yeah, for the, the rest of the fossil. And there's, I don't know, I don't know what was happening or what's the context, but I guess David and Kay kiss mm-hmm. at some point, and I almost broke Kay's neck from they the do. force of that kiss. It's a really weird kiss. It was like he smashed, he was like trying to knock her unconscious with yeah, that kiss. That, yeah, that was in- interesting. Um, yeah, but once they arrive, David and Mark decide that they're going to dive to look for rock samples from the bottom. Mm-hmm. Um, they want to find out how old they are so they can match them against the fossil sample yeah, to see if to their see theory if makes the same. And Kay, Kay, this is my favorite part, Kay's like, that's not safe. And David's like, I don't care, LOL. And he just like yeah. goes anyway. Does a backflip in the water. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but there was this part from, uh, what was his name? The original doctor, the archaeologist or whatever where lucas who is our tour guide boat captain guy is like why are these rocks so important why do you need rocks and he tells him i cut rocks i crush them and they tell me things what (laughs) all of these people are weird all of them every single one there's not a single tolerable person on this i cut them open and they tell me things whatever um this dive actually looks kind of fun though i've always wanted to try scuba diving yeah this dive does not look really realistic for a lagoon no i think it would there be would be way murkier. more plants mm-hmm. it'd be a lot murkier gross. you'd basically like there wouldn't be so much open water mm-hmm. in a lagoon like it would be like those periods of time where there was a lot of like the seaweed algae stuff mm-hmm. it'd be like that but everywhere and so i understand why there isn't for the filming purposes, but yeah. I'm also like, that's inaccurate. Have you, you've never been scuba diving, have you? Or anything similar? No. The ocean, I, I respect the ocean and bodies of water. It's not for me. I don't, I mean, it's not that I don't respect the ocean, but people are always like, you have to respect the ocean and i feel like i would be david just doing a backflip yeah like i will say though scuba diving sounds terrifying i don't think it's for me um my my dad uh scuba dove like one time he it was something he really wanted to do it was like a bucket list thing and he did it he took lessons and then he um went but it's not i mean unless you're in like a tropical island it's not crystal clear blue water Mm -hmm. swimming with fish and so he was down there um and he always would tell this story about how it was pretty much too dark to see anything at all so there's no even i think after a certain amount of feet no so there's there's no 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 real reason to be down there at all other than to just terrify yourself but Mm -hmm. he always it gets like so dark you can't even tell which direction you're swimming yeah you could be going deeper right and he would always tell the story about how he was about to come back up and (laughs) he heard like a like I don't know if you would call it a noise, but you know how when you're underwater, you can hear, like, when something's Mm -hmm. near you? But he, like, heard, like, a loud, like, swoosh. And then he felt, he didn't see it, but he felt a giant sea lion brush right up against him, and he saw it swimming away. Which, that story haunts my nightmares. I think I'd drown. (laughs) 
I don't know. Sea lions are scary and they're huge. They can kill you. Yeah, they're huge. They're yeah. really big. And it wasn't just a seal. It was a sea lion. Like, yeah. And those things are big. Mm-hmm. Um, which is, it's just, it's really, that is frightening. That's, I mean, I think the only thing worse than that would be maybe a shark or a giant whale. That, I don't know. That, it, yeah, it's, it's scary. I don't uh, think it's for yeah, me. I don't, I don't think know. it's for me. But it does look fun. In I think my, my dad, for whatever reason, I have memories of my dad and my stepmom used to scuba dive a couple times. Mm-hmm. I don't really remember if that's true or not. <laughs> or if that's something I just made up. But, yeah, I don't really have any interest in scuba diving. Like, I respect uh, the ocean but i also like playing in the ocean but i just don't want to go deep into the ocean you know what i mean like Mm -hmm. if it comes to like interacting with creatures like i don't really want to do that i don't want to do that unless it's like whale watching i maybe would like i'd actually not maybe like i'd pretty sure i'd swim in a shark cage like a cage i'd cage Uh, with sharks Mm -hmm. i'd do that Anything other than that, like, I'll go to an aquarium and I'll look at it. But, like, I'm not going to go out into the ocean. I would, yeah, I would do a shark cage. I don't know if I would, I would swim with dolphins. Dolphins are terrifying. I actually have, I did swim with stingrays in, like, in in the ocean, in the open ocean. They killed my boy, uh, what's his name? Robert, Rob, Robert. Uh, Steve Irwin. Steve Irwin. I don't know why I thought Robert. Steve Irwin. Well, is Robert his son? Robert might be his son. Maybe. Something vaguely similar. But yeah, Bobbert. I did I did swim with stingrays once. Um in the open ocean. Yeah, Robert's his son. Mm. Um I did swim with stingrays once in the open ocean. So they, they had their stingers and everything. Because a lot of times if you do that in a controlled environment, yeah, they, they'll take the they stingers take off. Out. But I did swim with them once in the open ocean with their stingers on. And that was a nice experience. Honestly, it wasn't earth shattering for me like it wasn't life changing it was fun um I don't know if I would necessarily do it again mm-hmm. but I wasn't scared for my life or anything like that so yeah. there's that I guess but I do I will say I think um uh what is it is it 47 meters down I always forget the number but the the movie about the shark cage diving 47 meters down yeah that has maybe scared me off a little bit from shark cage diving I don't know. I'm, I don't know if it would stop me from doing it, but it definitely. I'd, if I were to do it, I'd want to do it from like a very reputable place. Oh like yeah, I, I mean, I wouldn't do just some like, like weird some local guy. place in Costa yeah. Rica or some shit. <laughs> well, they just went on a boat with literally just like some guys. Yeah. So <laughs> I don't know, but um, um, oh, but yeah, something I learned in marine biology is that um, dolphins are should people should be more terrified about dolphins than they should with uh, sharks because sharks really won't eat humans they don't really have any interest in humans because we're not really that fatty right because they eat things to survive because Mm -hmm. they're hungry or like they attack to eat dolphins will attack and torture I have heard that. It's- they, my my marine biology professor said that there was one time he was out in the open ocean. There was some sort of like baby seal or something like mm-hmm. that in the ocean. It was a pod of dolphins and they were literally no! batting it between no! and killed it. No! And they'd like, baby. they'd take turns like 
I don't know if it was a baby. It was some sort of small, like, animal. They would take turns putting it on their backs and swimming around with its dead body. That's why dolphins are way more fucked up than sharks are. Anyway, they're diving down there, and David is like, hold up. I gotta cut some of this seaweed off. The hoes gonna love this. First, there is a jump scare. Oh, of, the, of the creature. Oh, yeah. like lurking. So he apparently followed them down there. And we see him when mm-hmm. they're diving. So we know that he's he is there. In case we had any question about that. Where he is. When they come up, they head out like to test their rocks and everything. And Kay and David are talking. And she's like, what is it like down there? And he's like, oh, you poor sweet idiot woman. It's like another world. And you'll never get to experience it. <laughs> These scuba tanks are too heavy for your delicate woman body. And he hands her this stupid ass piece of seaweed branch thing. She's like, wow, thank you, David. And she gets gets inspired, though, and she goes for a swim alone, which is not wise. After being like, you boys need to be careful. There's so many. And the whole boat ride up was everyone (laughs) telling her there's these, there's this, there's that. Everything in here could eat you. She's like, all right. Swan dives <laughs> off the boat in a like a skimpy ass bathing suit. I know and she does has a no few air tank, has in nothing. The water. Yeah, God. yeah. Kay is n- not the. I will be honest. And again, I I love women. I love them a whole hell of a lot more than I love she, men. She got her uh, degree based off of her looks. She is not the sharpest crayon in the box. She does not. She's make, not the brightest color. She, no, she doesn't make not good the brightest bulb in in this movie. Um, I just, even in general, you don't swim alone. That's not some, that's not a good Especially when no one knows that you're in the water. No, No. you don't do that. Anyways, uh, the creature is absolutely tantalized by her. (laughs) He's like, this is my chance. Starts swimming right underneath her. Kind of like very creepy. That like kind of gave me a little bit of like, It is a little ooh. Like imagine when you're swimming somewhere and there's just something swimming right under you. And starts touching her toes. And she starts doing, like, flips under her. Yeah. A ton of flips, too. She's doing so many <laughs> flips. And I'm just like, you know how sometimes when you, like, do something like that underwater, like, the pressure is all weird? Yeah. So then your mm-hmm. ears get all clogged? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Her ears must be full of fucking oh, water. Oh, yeah. And I'm sorry, this creature is not threatening at all to me. It looks like a guy in a Grinch costume. Yeah, no. It's not very scary at all, but it's just the 50s, so. They do see that she's out swimming and they bring her back on the boat and they're like you idiot you can tell they're they're all kind of like you know like like, hey (laughs) we gotta put you on a fucking leash um but this dumb creature manages to get himself stuck in the net yeah off of the boat Mm -hmm. and he does get away but he leaves a claw he's a big ass fat boy yeah i mean he's (laughs) like almost about to capsize this entire ship and then he ends up, like, chewing a hole in the neck. Right. But he leaves, a, like, a claw behind. Mm-hmm. So they, they're like, okay, we Even know Even more evidence. Here. We mm-hmm. know it's here and it's alive. So um, they decide that they're going to... They, is this when they have, like, that struggle of, like, do we kill it and take its dead body back? Or do we get more evidence right, of right. it? Uh, Mr. Mark, the money-hungry man, (laughs) wants to just kill it and take his dead body back, being like, look at this trophy that I've hunted. Whereas David is like, no, we need it alive, and we need to research it and understand, like, how it lives, how it, you know, has evolved to this point. Mm -hmm. So they kind of, I guess, compromise? 
where uh, David takes this humongous underwater camera. It is comical. It's so big. It's so large. I don't understand how he doesn't just sink to the bottom of the lagoon. It's so big. And then Mark takes a harpoon gun. Mm -hmm. Gun? Harpoon gun? Yeah, it's like a harpoon. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they go under, they're looking around, kind of boring. There's a lot of really boring underwater swimming shots. Mm-hmm. And especially it's because so it's in black and white and you're kind of just seeing the same thing over and over again. Because <laughs> they did film this in a tank. They're right. in a tank. So right. there isn't like a vast majority, like there's not like this huge amount of like different scenery right. that they can put in it. It gets pretty boring. Uh, but there is... An underwater chase, mm-hmm. which is very anticlimactic. It's really boring, if we're being honest. It's very boring. Um, and basically, the creature <laughs> ends up getting harpooned. Uh huh. And <laughs> this is my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> I guess David took a picture <laughs> giant with camera. his giant camera, and he they they go back up. And he's like, they're talking about it, how it got away, blah, blah, blah. They're like, oh, shucks. And then David's like, wait, I got proof. I took a picture of it. Now let's wait several hours <laughs> while I develop the film. Oh, I my said, God. I said, this is my, this is the funniest part of the whole movie. I said, I know I'm outing myself as a millennial by making this joke, but I said if they did a remake of this, they would be, like, streaming it on TikTok Live. Yeah. <laughs> they'd be doing, like, some, you know, like, they'd partner with, like, Discovery Channel and do an Instagram Live of them. It is, it is the day of the underwater dive searching for the creature of the Black Lagoon. Oh, my gosh. It, they yeah. have, like, YouTube streaming services where it's just a live cam of, like, the, the lagoon just to see if they see anything. Yeah. You know, 24-7. I mean, if, they, <laughs> if they did do a remake, they would have to make some changes. But um, <laughs> they're but all they're all sitting waiting for this waiting film to and, develop. And David's just taking it. And he's just like, <laughs> They start talking about Kamongo. I wrote that down. I don't know why that's important. I don't know what that word means. Anyways, and then they s- talk about the Devonian Age again. And then guess what? <laughs> I love this. Because the creature just walks out and just randomly kills a crew member. Just, and then guess what? There's nothing on the picture. Nope, there's nothing on the picture. They waited all nope. that time. And in, but in the meantime, he's the literally just killed someone. Yeah, the creature's on the boat and he's killed someone. They're down there yeah. busy developing a picture that has mm-hmm. nothing on it. And he's literally like, yeah. I'm on your boat and I'm going to kill your friend. Mm-hmm. And they're all kind of like remarkably chill about a member of their crew just dying. They're like, oh, that really sucks. Yeah. Um, I wrote that this actor can't act. Which one? I think the one that died. Po- quite possibly, yeah. Anyways, uh, someone has someone on the boat has the great idea of using rotenon, 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 which uh, suffocates fish basically. So the way that rotenon works is it doesn't actually kill the fish. I don't think. I mean, depending on like how you use it, but what it does is it kind of coats the gills and it doesn't allow the gills to do like the oxygen. Mm-hmm the oxygen diffusion so they basically suffocate and they pass out yeah it's like a drug hit yeah um so that's what they're gonna use they're like hey well he's a fish he has gills we're gonna drug him we're Mm -hmm. gonna suffocate him 
Um, so they're going around. They're sprinkling all this stuff all over the lagoon. Mark then, is being really annoying, too. He's really into this. He really, really wants to kill uh, yeah, the creature. Not a great scientist. He's really annoying. Barely a scientist, I would yeah. say. Then um, Kay is also being a terrible scientist. Um, <laughs> obviously, there's not a lot of, uh, probably a lot of environmental studies being done in the 50s. But she's sitting on the boat, smoking a cigarette, and then flicks the butt <laughs> into the water. I didn't catch that. She flicks it into the water. <laughs> what a great scientist and you see a shot of the flicked um cigarette butt and then pans down to the creature looking at it Mm -hmm. i was like wow interesting so that doesn't work there's all these dead fish or Mm -hmm. suffolk and i guess they're dead fish floating to the top but there's no creature so they say well why don't we switch up the rotenon like formula so that it'll sink deeper Mm because maybe he's just deeper in there and it's just Mm -hmm. like getting to him and honestly the shots of those like pucks of like whatever it is that they had mixed to be this fake rotenon Mm -hmm. and it's sinking to the bottom those looked sick how Mm -hmm. it like like twirled around yeah fluttered Mm -hmm. to the bottom it looked so sick anyways they hear a splash yeah, well, they're they're all sort of just patrolling. They're all kind of standing guard and yeah, just kind waiting of waiting for something to pop out or appear. And sure enough, he does come out of the water and starts climbing up the boat. Mm-hmm. But he and he gets scared off by the light of a lantern, so he yeah. falls off the boat and he swims off. He doesn't like the light, and David and Mark decide to follow him. Which, truly, at this point, you could just go home. It's just, just this seems like a lot of work. Just leave. Um, but they end up following All he wants him. And is a kiss from Kay. <laughs> they, I know, just throw Kay in the water and yeah. head out. Um, but they end up following him to sort of like this cave. It's like his secret. They call it a grotto. Yeah, it's just a se- his cool. secret sort of hideout. Mm-hmm. Um, he's he swam into it, um, and they follow some really large footprints that mm-hmm. he's left, so they know where he's going. Yeah. Um, and this part confused me. Maybe you have more context. He maybe loops back around, but he comes up, the creature comes up on a beach where Kay is sitting, um, with a, a couple others from the crew. And I was yeah, not I clear on know. how that happened. I, yeah, I, I, I really don't know. I think it's just, you know, I'm assuming this creature knows the habitat better. <laughs> maybe yeah, he that's knows fair. like a secret. He little... knows what he's doing. But of course he goes, he heads for Kay. He wants Kay. Mm-hmm. Um, and this one guy, uh, the captions on the movie said Z. Yeah, his name is Z. His name's Z, okay. Um, he tries to protect her, but... The he creature, did. Yep, he kills him. Also, I do have a little fun fact at this part. Mm-hmm. So, the act for both the times, they can't really see shit, mm-hmm. the stuntmen, while they're in this costume. Mm-hmm. Can't see shit. So, in this shot... There's the part where Z has this machete, and he's supposed to hit, like, he's going to swing at the creature, and the creature is supposed to take his hand and stop him. Mm -hmm. They did a shot where he goes to swing the machete at him, who, I don't remember the name of the stuntman, can't see shit, so Mm -hmm. he misses his hand, and he gets knocked over the head with his machete. Mm -hmm. And I also found out they used... A real machete. Oh my god, why would they do that? I don't know. But thankfully, that I read, 
the machete was not sharp enough to do any real damage. So they were good. But I was like, why the fuck are you using a real machete? Oh my god. That seems like a pretty bad idea. Yeah. Anyways. Um, yeah, well. Kill Z. Z's dead. Yeah, Z is dead. He's, at this point, he's just massacring all, he, the whole crew. He's willing to do anything to just touch K's boobies. Yeah, and he grabs K, but he just kind of falls over. Yeah, he just passes out. I so think the Rotanons really got, got to him. him. Um, they grab him, they put him in a net, and they make, they make, they just put him in, like, a cage thing. (laughs) They just make a cage. He's just sitting in there. And he's just sitting in there. And he looks, we're gonna post a, we're gonna post a picture, because we have to, of a side-by-side of the creature in his little tank cage, and our dog, Steven, in his cage in the morning, just waiting for us to get up and let him out. It is the same. It's yeah. the same. Just, just he's sitting so there with a blank stare. Yeah, he's so grumpy. And he's just, like, pissed that he's even in this situation. Um, so Edwin is standing guard. Mm-hmm. And he and Kay start having this really stupid conversation, which, of course, allows the creature to escape this really flimsy cage that they've made. Yeah, because Mark and David are going to collect more evidence. The other doctor or whatever falls asleep. And then Kay actually comes up for air and wakes him up. Yes. Um, and the creature is desperate for them boobies. So while he, they're distracted, um, he gets out of his cage. He Very just flimsy pops one. out. He's like, hey guys, out. here I am. And all of a sudden... I think it's Kay who throws, like, a lantern. Yeah, well, him. first he attacks Edwin. Yeah. And Edwin tries to scare him off with the lantern, but it doesn't really work. Yeah. So he's attacking him, and then Kay, I, mean, I think from behind, it looks like, throws, like throws a, lantern a lantern at him, and he and catches, catches on fire, fire, which, of course, makes him jump back in the water. Mm-hmm. Edwin is still alive, but he's very much injured. He's ugly now. I wrote Dr. Thompson is ugly now. <laughs> That's mean. His whole face is bandaged up. Um, he, he's ugly now. So at this point, this is apparently what wakes David up. This and is, he's, this is the last straw yeah, for, and for these people. And he's like, okay, it's time to go. We can come back better prepared later. And of course, Mark does not like this idea because he's a fucking man. Mm-hmm. Does he even have a good reason? No, he just wants, he, he just, just wants, wants to, to be the one who kills him. Yeah. Um, but they, they, they ultimately, they decide they're headed out. So okay. as the boat begins down the river, they realize that the creature has built this little barricade. Like a dam. Like a dam. So they're trapped in this lagoon. <laughs> out of, like, logs. And yeah. so they're trapped. And I'm laughing not because it's, like, I just think it's really funny that he's, that like, he'd he's be like, like, you know what? Fuck you. He jumps he gets up. a bunch of logs. He probably dedicated so much time. No, I'm picturing him like just like built like, like got a little hammer and like <laughs> Yeah. I love it. I love him. He's very dedicated to his cause, so I love that for him. Anything for his girlfriend <laughs> Kay. He's yeah, he's very committed. Um and uh, so it, they decide it, they it have... looks a little flimsy though. It it, it looks doesn't look flimsy. as heavy as it is like as it's being portrayed to be so they but. take the winch that they have and they wrap it around david goes down wraps it around some of the logs they're trying to lift it um but it's not really working and the creature and the, stumbles like by around. he's just kind of <laughs> swimming around he's, he's like hey fuck you guys so he like basically says you know what fuck you and your winch and yeah. he basically fucks their whole day over and then but- 
they're getting very, very frustrated. Like, this is getting to the whole crew. They're mm-hmm. not happy. They've got an injured crew member. They can't get through the barricade. They also, I think, and have, then, like, five dead bodies on board at this right. point. I Where mean, are all the dead people? Yeah, are they no, throwing they, them overboard? They're probably throwing them overboard. That's but fucked. they, yeah, so they've had enough. Um, Mark and David get into a physical fight, which is kind of funny. Like, they just start fist fighting. <laughs> it was the stupidest <laughs> fight i've ever seen on camera (laughs) the stupidest thing ever it's literally like i think mark punches david and it's one of those ones where he like grabs him and they stare at each other and then he pulls his fist back and then he stares and then he does like a slow like they're so mad at each other i love it and then yeah stupidest fight ever and then they end up going back in the or david goes in the water Mm -hmm. and then mark ends up coming up and is like i'm going with him yeah because he cannot but i think they both have harpoons at this point yes they Mm -hmm. do um and there's a bunch of really long underwater scenes there's a big underwater fight scene the creature Mm -hmm. gets shot again but he's not giving up um but mark's ego just gets the better of him and he's i like i think he's just like i'm gonna take down this creature alone and it doesn't end well no um david is also a terrible shot yeah and well, it's also up, underwater though so yeah but i think mark hit every single shot that david true. sucks that's true and guess what mark's dead yep he gets mauled by it and he gets killed So David is like, well, we got to do something. We can't just die here. So he has the idea to make a solution with the the Rotanon and put it in a spray gun to make Mm -hmm. the creature groggy. Kind of like a bug spray. Right. So that they can keep him away long enough to move the logs, basically, is what they're doing. How many outfits do you think Kay packed to go on this expedition? I I wasn't paying attention. She's had, like, at least five or six outfit changes. (laughs) I, I mean, it's obvious that... It's, like, you know, fabulous. But also, right. like, you're going on a research expedition. Well, how did you... Yeah, they, I, mean, I guess they, they didn't think perfect. too hard about that. And you're in the Amazon. You yeah. don't get frizziness? No. Anything? No? No, apparently. I mean, and she's gorgeous. I mean, oh, she yeah. is be- drop-dead yeah. beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, which is nobody nobody would look that like that on an expedition. Oh, in the Amazon? <laughs> no. You're which, on a but boat. But it's fine. It's a 50s movie. It's Hollywood glam. She's got to have fine. her pinup curls. Yeah, old Hollywood. It's it's fine. Um, but so they do. They, they make this spray, and the creature gets sprayed a few times. And it kind of is seeming like they're going to get away. But this little fucker manages to crawl up the the side of the boat while nobody's looking and he like he's high still Mm -hmm. from the rotanon but he he has his sights set on gay and he just this time he just snatches her and then (laughs) dives in the water with her and drags her drags her underwater Mm -hmm. and he brings her into his secret cavern takes her into the cave i also this is another part where i guess i don't think it's in the movie because i was looking for it but there were a lot of things that I saw because they can't see anything while they're in the suit. He's and he's carrying Kay. Mm-hmm. I guess at some point, Julie Adams, who plays Kay, mm-hmm. he's carrying her and she kind of scrapes her head on mm-hmm. the side of the cave. Mm-hmm. And it's like this whole thing. I don't know. Because she had this big scrape and she's like obviously a gorgeous woman in the 50s. And like, oh my god. But... Yeah, a lot of people were like, was she actually unconscious? Because I guess it was probably a big thing that people knew that she had hit her head or, mm-hmm. you know. 
And so a lot of the questions that I had seen were like, was Kay really unconscious when he was carrying? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But anyways, takes Kay into the cave. There's like a little bit of like a chase. David's down there like, you know, mm-hmm. following his tracks. And they kind of, they get into a fight. There's a chase. I think they shoot him again, right? The, uh, yeah, they do. They shoot him a third time. Mm-hmm. Um and then, oh, no, 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 wait, I'm sorry, back up. So David comes to rescue Kay, and the rest of the crew is following in pretty quickly. And they all just shoot him, like, over and over. And then he just kind of, like, walks away. And They just let him go. They just let him go. And um, they follow him, and David's kind of, like, stopping everyone from, like, chasing him or shooting him again or whatever the case is. And they follow him, and they watch as he walks into the water and then just kind of plops down and then he just kind of like flails around and then we see him just kind of go limp and then he sinks to the bottom of the down. lagoon the end that's it so i know you hated it <laughs> no i didn't hate it i i think i would have liked it a lot more if i didn't have to watch it <laughs> <laughs> No, I was going to say if I didn't have to take notes on it because, I mean, we've talked about this. I'm stupid. I have a really hard time following things. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's hard for me to take notes on a movie that I haven't already seen. And it's extra hard for me to take notes on a movie that I haven't already seen that also happens to be an old movie, which are sometimes just confusing by nature because there's plot holes and you know it's because it's an old movie Mm -hmm. um but i will say i did find it entertaining i found it funny which i don't think it was necessarily supposed to be funny but i mean i don't and i don't again i don't it's not that i i like old hollywood i don't like old movies but i do like old hollywood so i like that vibe Mm -hmm. um but i mean yeah scale of one to ten overall give it like a five i wouldn't put it back on again but i didn't hate it yeah i i would say one to ten yeah i'd probably give it about a five or six five point five what about for scariness a one that's not very scary actually maybe a two just because like the fact that like something's lurking underwater like it's it's a little like ebg it is rated g yeah I, I didn't find it scary at all, but that doesn't make it one a bad and a half. movie. I I'll give, give it a one I, and a half. I give it a zero. I didn't think it was scary at all. But but that, again, doesn't make it a bad movie necessarily. But no. this is a horror podcast. A horror podcast. Not very horror. It was a horrible movie. <laughs> this is no longer a horror podcast. This is a podcast where we say negative things about movies everything. that people really like yeah <laughs> about everything tell us your favorite movie and then we <laughs> will we'll tell you how it. much we hate it <laughs> i don't i mean and again though i did see some really cool creature from the black lagoon tattoos mm-hmm. again I, it's just just because it was a not a movie that i necessarily super enjoyed watching but i did really like um I liked the vibe. Mm-hmm. I will say I really liked the vibe. Um, I think the suit looked pretty decent for I, the 50s. Yeah, for the 50s. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Is there anything else that we usually say at this point in time? Um, oh, I do have a... Well, actually, this isn't that hilarious, but I just have a 
story that's related to the podcast, but okay, I was. Why did you scream that? Oh, did I? Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> um, I was talking to Rochelle today, mm-hmm. and she listened to our podcast. Wow! And she yelled at me because I said that I would have gone to the creep job. Yeah. <laughs> and she came at me. She was like, "Don't think I didn't hear that." <laughs> <laughs> So from now on, we're not allowed to disclose any scary or bad things that we um, did on the podcast because I forget sometimes that real people like listen to this. Even if it's only like three people, real human beings listen to this. Mm -hmm. Well, that's all she had to say about our podcast. Uh, Yeah. Nice. (laughs) Great. Well, thanks, Rochelle, if you made it to this episode. (laughs) Hi. I said that I wouldn't go. Yeah, I hope you, you're and no, and she she did say that. She was like, "Thank God Taylor was there with you." Yeah, and I was like, "Sorry." Yep. Well, anyways, thanks for listening to our podcast. Anyways, we should, um, we should actually sing. No. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say we should end every podcast by singing. Okay. Anyways. Uh, you can follow us on Instagram where we will post our side-by-side comparison of Creature of the Black Lagoon in the Cage and Steven in the Cage in the Morning. Um, so you can follow us on there at Speak of the Devil Pod. Mm-hmm. We also post polls, which we will be doing soon. And by the time this comes out, it probably would have already been over. But for our next episode, uh, you can vote on the polls there to help us decide what movies to cover or maybe to recommend some movies to us. Uh, or you can follow us on Twitter at speak devil pod uh we post new episodes every wednesday at 10 a.m we changed it happy wednesday happy hump day and yeah i think that's it well thanks for listening thanks for listening this movie was not scary at all but that's also because we're not scared oh Are you?